Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love and desire. KCAA Loma Linda, 10.50 a.m., 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. California headline news, a very hot weekend ahead for much of the state with big crowds expected at beaches that have been reopened, some of them planning to strictly enforce mask-wearing mandates like Manhattan Beach and Hermosa. I think it's going to be problematic for people that say, you know, it's my choice if I want to wear one or not, but if you look at the bigger picture, it's really not doing any harm to yourself to throw one on. Independent system operator issuing a flex alert for the weekend between 3 and 9 p.m. tomorrow, Sunday and Monday, possibility of rolling outages to prevent a major blackout. Police in Roseville arrest a 61-year-old old man on more than 40 counts of child sexual assault for alleged crimes dating back to 1980. We were um, able to establish that these crimes did date back to, to approximately 40 years ago and went on for what we believe and suspect for several years. Rob Becaro with the police department says you want to see if anyone else has more information about Stephen Ellis Murray. Near 90 today in L.A., climbing to the triple digits tomorrow, near 90 tomorrow in the Bay Area. Jeff Scott, California News. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is getting up to use the bathroom at the stadium. Excuse me? Excuse me? Oh, sorry. Excuse me? You mind if I just squeeze by here? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Introducing Peacock, the new free streaming service from NBC Universal. Free timeless hits, free award-winning flicks. Oh, um, Free SBU, free SNL. Live from New York, it's Saturday night! Free Below Deck, free Parks and Rec. Treat yourself. It's the best of streaming, the best of TV, and best of all, it's free. All right! And that's why you can't not watch. Peacock. Stream now at PeacockTV.com. These titles was E.T. and Do the Right Thing streaming now. Content availability may vary over time. This segment on KQLH is sponsored by Dave Rayleigh, who says, Save daily, vote Rayleigh. Save daily, vote Rayleigh. Hello, my name is Colonel David E. Rayleigh, candidate for the County Board of Education. Education was singularly the most important aspect of my success in the Air Force. Your vote is urgently needed to ensure that all children are afforded the same opportunity to succeed in their careers. Save daily, vote daily. Thanks for your consideration and have a
Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-357-1583 today to save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-357-1583 to take your call now. Call 800-357-1583. That's 800-357-1583. Again, 800-357-1583. Your voice, your vote. In our democracy, they matter and make our community and our country stronger. So make yours count. Get registered. Learn the issues. Know the candidates. And vote by or on November 3rd. Visit vote411.org for registration and election information. This message is furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Make a stop at the KC Country Junction. Go to this place they call Country Junction. Country legends, all-time classics, and recent favorites all meet at kccountryjunction.com. Make your day a little bit country at kccountryjunction.com and overnight starting at 1 a.m. on KCAA 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, and 10.50 a.m. It's the KC Country Junction on KCAA and kccountryjunction.com. Hills Country Kitchen is now open for business. Thank you to our latest KQLH 92.5 FM listening post, Hills Country Kitchen, where you'll hear KQLH playing daily. Log on to kqlhradio.com if you want your business to be a KQLH listening post. Hills Country Kitchen, the newest restaurant in Yucaipa at the corner of 15th and Yucaipa Boulevard, across from Crafton Hills College, located in the collection of Crafton Hills Shopping Center, along with Laser Legacy, the original Rosie's, Hills Country Country Kitchen, where you're always welcome, Hills has the recipe for delicious breakfast, reasonably priced lunches, and amazingly scrumptious dinner. Hills Country Kitchen in Yucaipa is now open for breakfast and lunch and amazingly scrumptious dinner every day. And thank you to our latest KQLH 92.5 FM listing post. KCAA. of kind of frustrated, but I'm just not really, really, I'm just not super positive about a lot of things. One, I'm I'm hearing my uh, 
my presidential candidates uh, kind of flip over here. One, we've got a COVID avoider. That's our president who has decided not to uh, participate at all in trying to solve the problem of COVID. Uh, that doesn't mean you shouldn't. Uh, today's uh, theme, if, it, if we want to go in that direction, is on focus. We have to focus because if we don't focus, we're going to get very, very distracted. We're going to be counting the, the leaves on the trees instead of dealing with the fact that we're in the woods, you know. Um, I've got Mr. Trump telling the world that violence is, uh, you know, when people throw rocks and bottles and hurt each other. And that's true, especially the hurt each other part. Uh, I think the protesting movement has uh, allowed itself to be so infiltrated that it's no longer distinguishable from the, uh, the protesters and the uh, agent provocateurs, those people who find it beneficial to come out and fight and raise hell and, and use your platform, my platform, to uh, raise hell. Um, peaceful demonstrators, there's no room for peace anymore in your demonstration. Uh, these agent provocateurs have taken over, so we need to focus and understand that, hey, a strategy has to be mobile, it has to be fluid, it has to be flexible. We can't just... Uh, set her out, let a hurricane come and decide we're going to keep going in that direction anyway. Uh, there's so many things that deal with freedom, so many things that deal with the fact that, um, the fact that, that we have to live together, that we have to be together. Uh, w one, of those, one of those things is understanding each other. Understanding that uh, everybody's got a right to be here, but, but some folks don't, don't, don't feel that way. Um, when I talk about violence, when I think about the violence that's been cast upon poor people, people who don't have cars in a way to run away from this virus, people who don't have the jobs, uh, who don't have enough space to hide, uh, our president is ignoring that. Uh, that's violent. That's extremely violent to tell people that there's a boogeyman outside and that he's coming in your door and I'm not going to come and help you at all. And then when we find that the boogeyman is killing people, I mean, oh, 188,000 people plus at this point dead? I'm sorry. Yeah, 188,000 people dead. I mean, when I say that, I say, whoa, wait a minute, that's too many. Yeah, it's too many. But it's true. Uh, you aren't one of them, <laughs> otherwise you wouldn't be listening, but you probably know someone who who's no longer here. Uh, if you know them close, you probably have shed a tear or two, and that, that's, that's sensitizing. Um, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing our president talk bad about military. I'm hearing him talk bad about people who were wounded protecting you and me in the military. Of course, he doesn't mind talking bad about you, period. He doesn't mind, mind, mind that at all. Uh, but you can't get distracted by that. You've got to keep your focus because your family is at stake. His isn't at stake. The one thing that is at stake probably is the fact that our 
military no longer is the threat to me that they were. I thought, you know, with, with Mr. Trump's decided move toward chaos, that he's actually looking for enough question on the election and enough violence between now and then that he can call martial law. You know, make everybody say, well, I'm not doing any. Everything's got to stop. I'm in charge. Oh, you guys are crazy. And don't let him lead you into that. That's his move. But now I think that the way he's acted with the military, I think we can depend on the military helping to make a safe and sound transition if you get up off your butt and go vote and put this, uh, put this faker back in, put the nation back in shape. You know, we, our nation's been mutated. This is not what we bought into. But we did. We bought it hook, line, and sinker. So we, we need to do something about that. And it's, it's, it's called voting. It's called thinking clearly, understanding almost every time the president accuses someone else of doing something is to deflect from the fact that he's done it. Now, I'm, I, I usually would want to wait a little bit longer before I, but I, the guy, we, we have to talk about it, and you have to talk about it. Now, one of the things that we're dealing with here in California is probably that, you know, we think we're a blue state, and, you know, people may get a little satisfied and think it's pretty easy here. So we got to be sure that everybody's registered to vote. But if you live in Texas, if you live in Georgia, if you live in Tennessee, you may want to double check your uh, voting status while you've got time so that you could register again if necessary. Get your ballot. Hey, you vote early. Vote early. Vote early. Not five times, not three times, not two times. One time. I don't want you going to jail, listening to somebody silly tell you to do something illegal while they then turn around and put you, uh, turn around and put you directly in jail. Hmm? That's what they do. Follow you and say, oh, I vote twice. Oh, and then I got your butt. So we're, we, we don't want to do that. But I do want to focus a bit on our military because it's really, it's important to me. Uh, you know, we, we were averaging over 20 veterans a day committing suicide. These, these veterans were, uh, were accosted by all kind of feelings of, of, of guilt, of, of uh, depression, and wondering about their self-esteem. So as you wonder about your self-esteem and personal value to the world and you hear your number one commander-in-chief start talking about, you know, if, if you're sick, you're weak. You know, if you, if you were not able to handle the hardships of battle, you know, there's something wrong with you. You know, if you got wounded trying to save a buddy, saved America's face, your your shame. He, he doesn't want to show you. And dead people and captured people, oh, he definitely has no room for that. When we come back, we're going to speak with Mr. Glenn Towery. He is the originator of the Veterans Suicide Prevention TV channel. His sensitivity is extremely sharp and concerned, and he's put time in to prove it. So when we get back, we're going to get a chance to talk to a bona fide veteran who's not only vetting himself, but helping other veterans and helping you because you're not doing all you could do. So he's taking up a lot of slack for all of us. 
Mr. Glenn Towery be with us right after this break. Hi, Wendy Raquel Robinson here with an important message. Are you prepared for the next natural disaster or pandemic? If the COVID-19... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Teen pandemic taught me anything. It's to be better prepared, and I want you to be equipped, too. An earthquake, flood, fire, or this pandemic, the name of the game is being ahead of the game with five easy steps. Step one, get alerts at CalAlerts.org for up-to-the-minute updates. Two, create an evacuation plan and an emergency contact list. Step three, have a go bag of essentials, such as medication, cash, first aid, and your emergency contact list. Four, if you can't leave your home, have a stay box of items that are good for at least three days, including food and water. Step five, help friends and neighbors do the same. Help slow the spread of COVID-19 and protect yourself and others by wearing a mask while maintaining a safe physical distance. For additional information on emergency preparedness and to be ready for the unexpected, visit listoscalifornia.org. That's L-I-S-T-O-S california.org. Change can happen when you choose it. You can choose treatment and change your addiction to opioids. Medication-assisted treatment, or MAT, is a proven treatment for opioid addiction that significantly reduces the rate of relapse. Covered by Medi-Cal, Medicare, and many private insurance plans, MAT is even available through primary care doctors. Choose a proven treatment option that's right for you. Learn more at choosemat.org and choose Change California. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. Uh, a correction by our producer Ms. Tammy Martin Riles is telling me that I'm crazy here, which we already know. We already know I'm we crazy. Already, we already know. We that. already know that. So we I don't do know what you're trying. But we are getting you on Facebook Live so that uh, we can make a little more noise and, and spread the word a little better, I suppose. Uh, Glenn Towery is on the line. We also have Mr. Walter Hawkins on the line. Walter is. Uh, going to give us a problem uh, to deal with, but I want Glenn to give us a little inspiration right now so that we feel the strength to deal with those things. Uh, Mr. Glenn Towery, how are you, my friend? I'm doing fine today, Mr. Wallace Allen. Uh, thank you for inviting me to your show. 
Well, thank you for being such a generous person and agreeing at the last moment to do this uh, because I know you've got plenty of things to do. I know that you're busy there in Austin, Texas. I know that you have uh, several films that have been uh, uh, given special awards and consideration and that you're working on a film now that uh, should excite people that are over 15, 16 years old that like music, right? Absolutely. If you love funk music, you'll love Star Funk and the Astro Pioneers, a project that's very dear to my heart. I have several scripts, but that one in particular, I was a card-carrying funketeer back in the days, and funk music, I don't care how old you are, will make you move. It will make you move, make you break your sacroiliac, I can tell you that. <laughs> Glenn. Your artiste, your concern, you know, your artiste always dem demonstrates concern for other people. Uh, and, and that's one of the great things about you, your sensitivity. Uh, you heard your president or you heard that your president was very disrespectful to veterans. Uh, I don't know. First of all, if you don't believe it, let me say this to you, that uh, not only is CNN and MSNBC, but Fox News the president's uh, number one supporter group uh, verified uh, that they they verified that he has said those things about veterans. He said those things about not liking uh, to be around a, a cemetery of dead veterans, uh, uh, wounded veterans, uh, captured veterans. We heard him talk about John McCain like uh, he was a puppy dog. Uh, has he said enough? Done enough to really move the needle? Uh, how do you feel about this? Uh, interesting enough, I was really done with him when he made those remarks about John McCain. John McCain, serious hero of the Vietnam War, a patriot. You know, what patriotism means, it doesn't mean holding an elective office. If what it means is putting yourself on the line for the United States Constitution. And I would like to say to all of your listeners out there, especially to the veterans out there, remember, remember when we joined, remember when we put our hands up, we pledged to defend the Constitution of, the, of these United States of America. And it didn't say when we took that pledge that that pledge ended when our service ended. That pledge we took entering into the military, John McCain upheld his his part of the bargain. You know, um, our present president had an opportunity to do the same, but he found a doctor that excused him from service. But his excuse from service should still not have affected his love for our nation and for those who serve. And so when he said those things that he said about John McCain, a respected veteran who was captured of no fault of his own, he was following orders. He flew into enemy territory and his plane was shot down. And he was captured, no fault of his own. And then, that was his own? The one thing that he did was that was his fault? 
When they tried to send him home, he refused to go home until other soldiers in front of him went. Now, that is another level of heroism to me. I'm I'm just amazed that one would be tortured and, and kept in those kind of circumstances, given the opportunity to go home and refused to go because other prisoners were still there under those uh, terrible circumstances. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a heck of a testimonial about John McCain. It uh, is. And, and he was the leader. And, and, and that's what you do in the military when, when you are you know, in charge. You, know, you set an example. This president, the example that he has set is abhorrent. It's he, terrible. It's not patriotic. It's in keeping with the things that cowards say. Uh, and so, you know, I first of all, it hurt me to hear him say what he said. We who served are not suckers. We who served are not losers because we serve for a great country. Our families are here. Our dreams, hopes, and aspirations are right here in America. It may not have been the, you know, the best war for us to go to fight Vietnam, but as citizens, we we were not able to select. We're not. We're unable to select what is the right and just war and what is not. But service is service. Service is service. And, Glenn, you're there in Austin. You've uh, set up your Veterans uh, Suicide Prevention Channel, what, three years ago? Uh, actually, it was in 2015. 2000? It was 2014, but we became official on January the 16th, 2015. And you've built quite a network of people who are supporting your, uh, your movement there, and they're not all in Texas at all, are they? No, we're a national channel. Um, you can find us if you go to www.vspchannel.vet, vspchannel.vet. And uh, we're broadcasting 24 hours a day, seven days a week there, and we have a lot of information. And our whole purpose is to prevent veteran suicide. With your movement... Um Approximately how many, do you have any idea how many uh, vets are there in the state of Texas? And I'm saying that, Glenn, because Texas is, a, is one of those states that uh, can be turned around from red to blue. And I'm wondering if the, if the president's statement now has caused enough friction there, enough agitation, that we might be able to look more favorably at Texas becoming a state that votes Mr. Trump uh, out. Well, uh, I will. I can tell you this: Texas has the second largest number of veterans of any state in in, uh, in America. It's second only to California, and not by that many. I can't give you the specific account number right now, but I can tell you that there are 18.5 million veterans in America. Mm. A quite. In, interesting enough, when I moved to Austin um, in 2013, there were 22 million veterans. So it goes to, it goes to show you what's been happening through attrition. Uh, many veterans are aging That's 4 out. million veterans. That's right. 
And this is something that the VA and other people aren't talking about. We've been losing, before the pandemic, as many as 20 veterans a day. To now, suicide. To suicide. Now, the CD, that's what the um, VA says. CDC says, if you go check, go to CDC website about suicide, that you can, that whatever is being reported, add 10 to 50% more because there is no standard way of reporting suicide in, in the United States. Each state has its own different ways of, uh, and reasons for saying that something is a suicide. It would seem, however, that the, uh, the federal, the Veterans Administration would be more of the authority that we would look to for information about the status of veterans. What's up, with, what's up there? You would think so. But uh, it's like having, all right, so we're looking at the VA, and I'm, uh, this statement I'm about to make is not to put the VA down. I think that they are trying to do a good job. I really do. But, you know, they put themselves in a position where they're the ones that, that provide you benefits, and they're the ones that don't provide benefits. They're the judge and the jury and the doctor and the counselor. They're doing too many things. And it, because of that, and because they are also the ones that are doing the picking and choosing who get these benefits, who's sick, who's not all of this, and then uh, they're providing Medicare and everything, they have created a situation among many veterans, not all, but many veterans that will not even go to the VA because they don't trust the VA or because they truly feel like they deserve a benefit that they didn't, and they put in a claim and they didn't get it. And also, I would like to say, and I hope someone from the VA is listening, they need to develop a protocol for when a veteran is denied a benefit. They need to find a way to check on that veteran, to see how that veteran is accepting their denial, to counsel that veteran, and to, to, make, to offer them other things because many veterans are being lost because they do not get a benefit that they feel that they deserve. Glenn, uh, we're going to take a short break. I know I told you about 15 minutes, but I want you to hang on and listen to Mr. Walter Hawkins' story. Okay. Uh, what's going on is that we have many times acquiesced to the government for a response to take care of a responsibility and to some degree they may do it and may some degree they don't the government should have a veteran suicide prevention program but it's up to you and people like you to have set that program up am i correct well absolutely and okay. the government does have the va does have a program but is it a it, suicide prevention program or a suicide well, they, acknowledgement they have, program they have several programs, but they, they but, but they don't keep up with how many veterans are dead, are committing right. suicide. So that there says that they're kidding, they're playing, they're skipping rocks across the surface. Mr. Hawkins has got an issue with uh, colleges recruiting students. My solution is probably going to be the same there. So please stick around, folks. We've got many problems, but when we focus on the issue. I think the solution is right there. And we are solutionary, though we made up the word. We're not afraid to make up the act. We'll be right back. There's been so many things that held us down. 
but now it's... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Seems like things are finally coming around. I know we've got... KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. Hi, Wendy Raquel Robinson here with an important message. Are you prepared for the next natural disaster or pandemic? If the COVID-19 pandemic taught me anything, it's to be better prepared and I want you to be equipped too. An earthquake, flood, fire, or this pandemic, the name of the game is being ahead of the game with five easy steps. Step one, get alerts at calalerts.org for up-to-the-minute updates. Two, create an evacuation plan and an emergency contact list. Step three, have a go bag of essentials such as medication, cash, first aid, and your emergency contact list. Four, if you can't leave your home, have a stay box of items that are good for at least three days, including food and water. Step five, help friends and neighbors do the same. Help slow the spread of COVID-19 and protect yourself and others by wearing a mask while maintaining a safe physical distance. For additional information on emergency preparedness and to be ready for the unexpected, visit listoscalifornia.org. That's L-I-S-T-O-S California.org. Change can happen when you choose it. You can choose treatment and change your addiction to opioids. Medication-assisted treatment, or MAT, is a proven treatment for opioid addiction that significantly reduces the rate of relapse. Covered by Medi-Cal, Medicare, and many private insurance plans, MAT is even available through primary care doctors. Choose a proven treatment option that's right for you. Learn more at choosemat.org and choose Change California. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. This is Empire Talks Back. I'm Wallace Allen. We uh, just finished a segment with Mr. Glenn Towery, the uh, founder of the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel, and we were going to move directly over to talk to Mr. Walter Hawkins. Uh, Tammy put me in a headlock during the break. She's got a couple of things that she wanted to say about veterans, and the main thing she, I think, says, and we'll get to that, is as we look at the problems that veterans have, and they've had them for so long, why haven't they been solved? Uh, we thought maybe last 30 years, but we go back all the way what? to the first military experience in America, and we oh, realize that veterans like have always been treated a little off kind of like uh black folk i don't know okay so uh we're gonna walter hawkins how are you my friend 
I'm doing fine, Walter. Very good, Walt. I'm gonna. I, I know your voice is, and I appreciate your being there. I know you've got your laryngitis, but you've also got a, a million pounds of uh, issue that we need to get out. Uh, tell us what your concern is with uh, the school system, Valley San Bernardino uh, commute. I'm sorry, Cal State San Bernardino in particular, all of our colleges in general and the idea of black students not getting recruited and brought into the system uh, with goals and, 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 and a vision. Uh, talk to us. Tell us what you put up. Yeah, well, thanks, Wallace. Uh, our concern is that uh, our premier four-year institution in the, in the area... Some people would push CSU, in that. Go ahead. Well, in the CSU... So I said, well, that makes it easy because there's only one. Okay. Now, I'm saying all that, Walt, because I'm not overly impressed with uh, <laughs> how any of the schools not only pull our people in but deliver them to uh, society prepared to make money. It took me four years to get out of college after I got out of college yeah, to figure out it. how to make money. Get it? I hear you. Graduate, no, I graduated in 74, 78. So I finally because you're indoctrinated into this whole gamut yeah. of this program that we hanging around on campus chasing, you know. Well, uh, well, go ahead. The one good, the one good thing that we can say regarding that is at least um, Cal State University has recognized that entrepreneurship is very important, and so they've developed an entrepreneurship program, which is another reason why we're concerned uh, because. Our students, being African American, at this point we're discussing. Well, while you just gave them that flower, let me let me put a sticker on it. Uh, we've had a high school entrepreneur program for two years here in the city of San Bernardino. It sounds to me like the college is trying to catch up. Just well, saying. That's, that's that's what I'm saying. So following so, you know, following I, is not leading. I try to give credit a little bit here, but um, the real issue is that our region of the state has the second highest black population only after L.A. County. And our region that Cal State serves is San Bernardino and Riverside counties. And within this region, um, we make up 18% of the students, black students in the state of California. But when you look at Cal State, San Bernardino, the enrollment of blacks altogether at this point is less than 5%. Cal State San Bernardino has dropped from uh, um, 10 years ago over 13% African-American students. What's Cal State San Bernardino's obligation to recruit uh, local students, black students in particular? Well, the obligation is, is um, as a part of the system, we are obligated through the system, through the state's educational equity plan to make sure that the university enrollment is at, le- at, min- at minimum representative of the service area in which we are um, recruiting students. So from that standpoint, we're way below where it should be. Well, Cal State San Bernardino has almost 20,000 students, and um, barely 1,000 of those students are African American. Well, That's there some, used to be, I don't know if it's, did they have recruiters out on campus? Oh yeah. Okay. Now, aren't recruiters kind of paid by the head, or are they, or how do how are they judged in terms of their efficiency? Oh no. Well, see, that therein therein lies the problem. 
recruiters' jobs on the campus is to help the university meet the goals that they've established. And at this point, that's one of the problems of the university, number one, Cal State, but of the system itself. The system has no longer has a program where they're honoring the equity obligation within the state of California. Let me ask another uh, question because we don't want to get clouded here. Walt, as, as we move toward uh, demonstrating a concern for, for uh, diversity and having our minority students in or having minorities involved with the institution, are we trading off administrative positions for minorities, trading that off for students? Are, 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 are we able to say at Cal State, for instance, that, well, we don't have that many black students, but we got a, you know, got a decent black staff. Is that an issue? Is that, is that something that we would look well, at? The issue, the issue is all around. The issue is with faculty, staff, and students as far as African Americans. The point is this, while the climate on the campus of Cal State San Bernardino is no longer a welcoming one, for black students, whether you're a student, student athlete, a staff member, a faculty member, uh, it's 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 pretty much the same. Is that it's because of COVID, or was it like that last year and the year before? Oh, it's not COVID. The reason we're talking about it more now is that COVID is a has been is a is an attempt to use another excuse. So it's, it was that long before COVID, and so that's been our concern uh, for several years. And we have proposed uh, plans and discussions for the university, but unfortunately, President Tomas Morales refuses to meet with the black. What's his community. name? Tomas. Tomas Morales. Oh, yeah, he, he's he's uh. Wait a minute. Let me go. I'm, I don't want to just assume because of his last name Morales that he's Hispanic or you know. But but is he? I mean, he is. I know he is. But I need you to say it. I mean, as the president, I mean, he's the first minority president of Cal State San Bernardino, right? Or is he? Yeah, first non-white president. So he, so he's he's probably operating from a sense of you know I'm kind of special and privileged and I don't have to because you got me. No, I can't say that, but I can look at the numbers and say that that since he's been there, he has not decided to recruit black students and that he has reduced the number of black employees, (laughs) and so he must feel that. Him being there suffices. I don't well, know. Maybe I'm like crazy. This. People have said that before, uh, but I before, do analyze from he, the bottom line. Before he arrived, our university had met the designation to be a Hispanic-serving university. Since he's been here, that's been more his com- complete focus. Well, the okay. Enrollment, okay. The enrollment of Hispanic students. So if I were, um, if I were, over if I were, percent. If I were uh, approaching him from his uh, delivery of service to Hispanic students, then I'd be in much better shape. Is that what we're saying? Well, obviously, it seems that the university has been more successful in that regard than black students. And the reason is there is no targeted recruitment plan. Each university is supposed to have a targeted recruitment plan for their region, which basically says that the institution should at minimum, have an, have an ethnic population that reflects the region it serves. Let me ask so, you another question, mm-hmm. As we look at the population, 
Uh, and I'm going to go back to when uh, black people were trying to be in charge of schools where we had mostly black populations. And, you know, so I'm sensitive to Hispanics wanting to do the same. What is the population of Hispanics in the area and at the school? Cal State. Is he doing a good job of placing Hispanics there? That's that's my question. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, like I said, actually, okay. but so if, I, I'll if, say the if, same if thing I said talk before. About the area, then they would the students there, Hispanics, would be overrepresented in terms of our service area. Uh, wait a minute, you're saying he's got too many Hispanics? How could that happen? No, I didn't say too many. Okay, good. I said overrepresented. So in other well, words, well, that sounds like not, too many. We said it's over. Not, uh, well, the point is this: that's part of the problem. The university is acting. Why, it's a, it's a zero-sum situation. Well, you know, so, I, last year when we had everybody on campus and in a building and in a dorm, and, you know, that, that may have been an issue. But I would imagine that when you're online, like Cal State San Bernardino is now, and like they're probably going to be in the future, that enrollment should, I mean, there should be a lot more room, right? Or am I wrong on that part? Room no, for more no. students. The only thing they have to do is meet the budget requirement. So that's the only limitation is because of um, budgets that the um, there's a cap, cap to the uh, enrollment so, of the university itself. I, I, but, that, but if, like everything else, well, me, um, especially, now, especially now, if there was to be a time to say, well, we'll um, do, deal with enrollment and make our apologies later, that would be easy to do. But at this point in time, uh, the situation is still, the focus is not on black students. And so while the um, number of black students who are regularly eligible, because, you know, CSU has gotten rid of remediation, and so that's no longer an excuse. There's an overabundance of black students who are fully capable in this region to meet the AG, ADG requirements. Maybe there's and some other Africa, schools. Just over 1,700 black students are fully eligible for any CSU or UC school in the state of California. And and I would imagine that those students would make the campus life better or make the schools better because of how they're going to be able to perform. And uh, it seems to me that as valuable as there are, that other schools are probably interested in these students. Are students not going to college as a result of Cal State's lack of uh, magnetism? Well, it's, it's, that's true in a way because one with we all know, of course, the number one school in terms of um, priority for students is San Diego State, and that's statewide. Well, so they've got a, a problem. But our students in this area, many of them are choosing to go to other CSUs outside of our okay, region. Okay, so, so we're not Even losing. including San Marcos. So we're not losing here. What's losing is Cal State San Bernardino. Yeah. Uh, and, and the other thing that's occurring is, once again, when we depend on people who don't care about us to do things that are caring and supportive, we are naturally going to be kind of left off to the side. And if yeah. our students are doing as well as they are in school and are qualifying, then maybe our focus should not be so much on the school, but on an education for our students. Just as uh, with Mr. Uh, Towery's situation, our focus should be on saving the lives of our veterans, not worrying about who is doing it. When we come back off this break, we're going to go solutionary again 
because my whole concept is that if you need something, you might need to breed something to make it happen as opposed to waiting on something to happen. This is Empire Talks Back. I'm Wallace Allen, voting for independence, screaming for our own entrepreneurial attitude to reach out and take care of our needs, making America indeed the greatest place on the planet. We'll be right back. Raquel Robinson here with an important message. Are you prepared for the next natural disaster or pandemic? If the COVID-19 pandemic taught me anything, it's to be better prepared and I want you to be equipped too. An earthquake, flood, fire, or this pandemic, the name of the game is being ahead of the game with five easy steps. Step one, get alerts at calalerts.org for up-to-the-minute updates. Two, create an evacuation plan and an emergency contact list. Step three, have a go bag of essentials such as medication, cash, first aid, and your emergency contact list. Four, if you can't leave your home, have a stay box of items that are good for at least three days, including food and water. Step five, help friends and neighbors do the same. Help slow the spread of COVID-19 and protect yourself and others by wearing a mask while maintaining a safe physical distance. For additional information on emergency preparedness and to be ready for the unexpected, visit listoscalifornia.org. That's L-I-S-T-O-S california.org. Change can happen when you choose it. You can choose treatment and change your addiction to opioids. Medication-assisted treatment, or MAT, is a proven treatment for opioid addiction that significantly reduces the rate of relapse. Covered by Medi-Cal, Medicare, and many private insurance plans, MAT is even available through primary care doctors. Choose a proven treatment option that's right for you. Learn more at choosemat.org and choose Change California. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. Our talks back. I'm Wallace Allen. Tammy and I have been discussing things during the break, and you know uh, we're going to take these things one at a time. My perspective, Mr. Towery, on the circumstances with the Veterans Administration and the VA suicide circumstance is that people like you see the problem and you step up and you deal with the problem. As we look over at the Cal State San Bernardino situation. Walter, I know you've been on that campus uh, X number of years and you've done a tremendous job of keeping us aware of what the campus is like and what it could and should be like. But our students have their attitude too. 
We've got students that are graduating in great shape, qualified to go to college, and they're not beating themselves up to try to go to Cal State San Bernardino, according to my sources and Tammy Martin-Rouse here kind of backs that up. Tammy? Well, yeah, I just think it's just not it's just not appearing to be sexy enough for them because everything is oh about Lord. marketing. That's back to San Jose State where I was yes. talking about sexy. And, well, yeah, because um, I'm, you know, I think. What's sexy about these wait, online wait, wait, schools? But what I'm saying is, no, I'm not even talking online. I'm talking about marketing. Okay, because when we want to talk about the UCLA's and the U blah, 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 you have to understand that those people have what's called dollars. Yeah, Okay, the And the amount of students that register that are not even accepted is who builds their cash coming into their pocket. They recruit. So, they have people sign up. Your application, card, you may have uh, 50,000 people apply and no doggone will. You're oh, it's way, take way more 10, than that. Up. It's way more than that. But my, my whole point is... A Cal State is not appearing to be as sexy and it's not as sexy that I personally feel uh, to African-Americans because and the reason I say that is because I look at I look at community talk. I'm hearing educated people who have been to college talk and none of them are talking about Cal State San Bernardino. And we're not really that concerned about Cal State San Bernardino. We're talking about the circumstance that Cal State San Bernardino represents in other colleges where black students are not being their focus point and the recruit point my well it all goes hand in hand because well, if you're not it, talking well, about it it's not sexy no, and if they're focus, not going to put their marketing dollars they're putting their marketing dollars towards where they're going to get their bang for their buck once again that's our rabbit hole explaining to ourselves again why they don't do what they think what we think they should do the the level plane for me is that if we want our kids educated and we do that there are schools who want our children and as a result that's i like who like me uh, historically, black colleges and universities are perfect places for us to support and for mm -hmm. us to have our kids go to. The other thing is look at the result of education. Are we getting it best when they go, go to uh, an institution where they're on campus or is online as effective and efficient? And I, I'm just questioning not where we go, but what is it that we do to support what we want to do? I'm suggesting that we don't do well when we wait for the forces, the, the status quo, to change to our favor and do what we think needs to be done. I think it's good to formulate new routes, to formulate a direction that goes straight to what we need as we focus on it. Education, support for our veterans, getting our people to vote, understanding how to critically think, all of those things tie together. Our focus tends to be on what are people doing to help us and what are they not doing to help us. What are we doing to help ourselves becomes, I guess, my major point. When we talk about economy, when we talk about schools, when we talk about our military people, uh, Glenn Tower, you, you don't care what color a veteran is, because I, I, I know you. You just want to be sure that the people who have fought for America, who have been exposing themselves, who've exposed themselves to the potential of death for America, something that our president can't perceive or understand, you do, 
and you know that those people are worthy and worthy of our support for the rest of their lives. I don't think a vet should ever have to work. If you say, somebody pointed a gun at you in the name of the United States, I don't think you should ever have to work again. I don't think you should uh, ever have to worry about those kind of things. I think we should pet you and, and treat you like the hero that you are, whether you shot, got shot or any of that. If you were, if a gun was aimed at you, uh, we, we shouldn't do anything but, but kiss your butt for the rest of your life. Um, yeah, but you know the great thing about veterans uh, is that we're we're taught to to work. You know, we're taught a work ethic. I mean, just to become a military member, you have to work. They put you through the grinder. That's, as a matter of fact, in uh, many boot camps, that's what they call it, the grinder. You know, a lot of a lot of enslaved people felt that. Uh, Hoeing, hoeing that row all day long was what they were supposed to do until somebody came along and said, wait a minute, that ain't right. And just because our veterans work that hard doesn't mean that it's right. And just, especially when they are not given uh, access to the benefits, when they're not given clear rules as to how to enter and exit, uh, what is a plan. Uh, those are things that demonstrate a lackadaisical attitude, and when we have a president that expresses a a total lack of appreciation for our, for military people, uh, that can only trickle down to those folks who have other levels of responsibility for veterans, and I'm concerned about that. Walter, in terms of our school, in terms of what we do to uh, support our schools, you have been very supportive. Uh, there are people like there's a business. There's people who make money preparing kids for school and getting them to schools. There are schools who pay headhunter fees. Am I wrong? Well, I think... Okay, so... I wouldn't, so, so, I wouldn't call them headhunter fees, but... Well, yeah, yeah, they, that's kind of rough, but, but it means no, if you well, help get some kids over to my school, I can help you get some money. Well, that doesn't really work that way, but what it does is the overall, there's a pot of money that is for folks who want to do that, mm -hmm. who want to have programs who are, gear, who are dedicated to trying to do that for students. The university doesn't do it, um, and that therein lies the problem. Like Tammy said, Cal State's not sexy because that's the number one problem on the list that you see that we sent you is targeted recruitment means right. marketing, and marketing means you have to understand the people you're trying to serve. So you can't have one size fits all, and therein lies the problem. Well, you got to really want that market. You got to. You, well, got, you well, have to really is. want that business, but, Walt. That's the but, first but, thing. But, but that's not the point. Yeah, it is you the point. Because if you no, don't no. want the business, nothing I can tell no, you. It doesn't. No, I mean, yeah. if they don't want, Wallace, if, go ahead. Turn it around. Let's listen to the first thing. Cal State San Marino is a public university, so it's our university. That's why so I asked what the is. obligation was. So the obligation, as I mentioned to you is number one, serving your immediate public. So if the university for the last seven years has stopped serving the public and that public who is, who is primarily hurt are black students, that's why we in the community and Westside Action Group and others are saying we're not going to accept that. So number one, we have to take responsibility to make sure the rest of San Bernardino and the Inland Empire knows that there's a problem. Thereby, that's what we're doing now as a part of the discussion. But we also have to accept other people's input. So the reason we're having this conversation is because I would hope that if, 
your listeners and the readers of your paper are concerned that they would contact the West Side Action Group and let us know about their concerns so that we can continue to document it, but also to get some solutions that they feel are important to them. We're no longer meeting every Monday live, but you're having uh, Zoom meetings. How can people people, uh, tie into the West Side Action Group to support uh, this advocacy for our students at Cal State San Bernardino? Well, like you said, the first thing they can do is we still meet every Monday, uh, except on holidays, so we won't be meeting tomorrow for on Labor Day. But we have a Zoom meeting, and uh, we can do that. So if a person wants to know, um, send us an email at westsideactiongroup at gmail.com, and we'll make sure they're on the list, and they will get notified every week of our meetings and get the link. Zoom. That's to westsideactiongroup.com. Westside no, action. No, Westside action, action group, group at gmail. At gmail.com, our email address. Right. So, okay, is there any email. phone number? Um, if not, that's no. fine. That's fine. No, Westsideactiongroup at gmail.com. Okay, yeah. Walt, we got about 30 seconds to get out of here, so I appreciate your call. We'll get back on this again. Uh, my, my idea again, folks, is that our focus has to come back on what we can do to support ourselves. Uh, I had Mr. Jamal Lilly lined up today to talk to us a bit more about uh, MIMS Motors and talk to us about a, a large investment group, that, uh, and, and we're going to have him come on next week. Sorry about that. But, folks, we are in charge. We have the marbles. We are the ones who draw the circle for the game that we play. Stop drawing circles for games for people that are not in your game. We can win this. We just have to work together, and we have to think critically about it. And this is not a play thing. Keep your mask on. Wash your hands. Keep your distance. God loves you. I love you. Love yourself. And love those kids. See you guys next week under two circumstances. One, the good Lord's willing. Two, if the creek don't rise. Tammy, thank you for coming in. Jamal, sorry about that. Walt, I love you, brother. Appreciate you so much. And Glenn, if I were a veteran, I'm not. But I I feel like I'm, I'm in total support and control because I know you and able to help out. God bless you guys. See you next week. All right. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio, I'm Lisa Taylor. Southern California heading into what is expected.